Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, Elmore, the number one fuckboy, standing six foot two, three hundred and three pounds. That's right, he's on the way back down from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island. It's Johnny G. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson Maine, what a dated reference. Abortion is healthcare. Not a dated reference. Thank you, Mr. Maine. Welcome back into our lives. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur's currently in the living room recovering from his grooming. And not like right wing drag queen story time grooming. He just got his hair cut and it's stressful for him, so he is laid out. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, first time guest. We've worked together, we've played together, we've blazed together. It's from Make That Sandwich. It's Lindsay Ames. Pew, pew, pew. What's oh, up? Oh, yeah, motherfucker. Welcome to yeah. High and Mighty. Let's get mighty together. I'm so stoked you yeah. can finally do this. Our insane overlap of interests uh, which we only discovered randomly getting hired on a weed show to work together for two days. <laughs> yeah. We were like, what? You like food? I like food. You like weed? I like weed. I mean, we're we at were work. You want to smoke yeah. a joint on the walk to lunch? Uh, yeah. What about yeah. on the way home? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Those are two very easy days of work. <laughs> Best days of work, too. So fun. I know. God. Bring us back, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to uh, write off weed more frequently. <laughs> I know. I've just been merging that into my, like, I'm, I've been manifesting it and merging it into my life as much as possible. Like, right before I left town for winter vacation, I had done this weed show. And uh, I think I left with maybe 50 pre-rolls. Oh, <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. I did it. I did it. <laughs> well, dude, when, uh, like... This is so corny, but I'm 41 and, you know, not making a ton of money in my life. So getting free weed from companies for posting about it or doing a show, that to me is straight up currency. I would be spending my money on weed anyway. So I'm so thankful to companies like Stone Road, Claiborne and Pacific Stone and whoever else out there might be listening. I'm so th thankful for sending me free weed. And so is Lindsay. So feel yeah, free. Yeah, I'd be thankful too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. feel free to send it to very... us. People. Yeah. We have Instagram followings. We will post about your cool weed and get cool kids into cool weeds. Can only imagine better. the amount of gluten-free ciabatta that Lindsay can push just from her fucking Instagram. So much, which I have to now. But also, I just want them to know that you and I are very good at smoking weed. So, yeah, so you know, there's that. We have yeah. that skill set as well. Yeah, exactly. Something like Liam Neeson and taking, I've got a certain set of skills. I could take a pre-roll to the dome and still drive. <laughs> nope, just kidding, America. I don't smoke and drive. I actually nope, don't. We don't. I'm do afraid that. to. That's good. Yeah, I am okay, but I'm worried if if something ever like if something ever happened while <laughs> I was a little high, I would like 
I wouldn't want to have to quit weed. So I'd rather just drive oh. sober. <laughs> that actually makes such good sense. I've never heard that argument. And I was like, oh, yeah, that actually that rings. I true. couldn't live with myself. I'd be like, you're not allowed to smoke weed anymore, dude. You fucking killed that box of dogs. What were they doing in the middle of Beverly Boulevard? <laughs> I would think that, too. But then I would smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I would think I shouldn't. And then I probably would. I mean, that's just who I am. I know. I know who I am as a person. Dude, I am so stoked you're here uh, for a number of reasons, but mostly I'm a big fucking sandwich freak myself with strong sandwich opinions. And okay, I knew you were I knew you were a food head when we hung out. But then we fo- I followed you on social media after that. And you are a particular type of food head in that you make fucking delicious sandwiches and cut together fun reels of them. And frequently while I'm trying to sell it to listeners. She's in a bathing suit, folks. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> with a with a very complex cutout in the in the chest region. Those bathing suits, there I found them. I on can't Instagram imagine I what like... your tan lines look like if you wore those on a vacation. You would look like you have like the um that uh condition where you like whatever it's called, where you have two Oh alopecia. Skin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does. It it is a very weird, odd thing, and you have to commit to it all the way. But I was like, I couldn't. I saw a Brazilian model on an ad on Facebook and I was like, there's no way this is gonna look good, but I'm gonna try it anyways. And then it did. That's how good this bathing suit is. And it's then it's a it great was like, bathing was, suit. But if you're like trying great. to keep traditional tan lines, you might need to rotate this one in. This one couldn't be absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But the most important thing, too, is that I was doing those in a bathing suit because I was, well, I started Make That Sandwich. That's really what this is, which you're going to be a guest on Make That Sandwich. And Make That Sandwich for these, I know it's going to be so good. So for the (laughs) listeners, watchers, however it goes, um, Make That Sandwich is a game where I get friends to take turns listing ingredients for one delicious sandwich. So there'll be like four or five five of us playing and everybody takes a turn listing an ingredient based off of the ingredient that was played before them. So we're making one delicious sandwich. Wait, it's kind of and like we- for the theater nerds or the literature nerds, it's an exquisite corpse of sandwich recipes that exactly. you only know the one before you. Someone's like multi-grain bread and you're like, oh yeah, we're doing spicy mustard or whatever. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And like it's limitless and people can be funny with their ingredients, but not in a disgusting way. Anyways, I made like 34 episodes. Uh, I'm kind of getting them re-edited now, but they were insane sandwiches. And then I did a pop-up, the first ever like pop-up and live show three days before lockdown. It was oversold out. My whole team came. We were like, we're going to tour this. We're going to get this out. People are going to love it. And then it was locked down. And then it kind of like died. And then I ended up being in Canada for a bit then Hawaii for a bit and I was making a lot of sandwiches and a lot of bread. So that's why there are bathing suit sandwiches. (laughs) I just lived in a bathing suit (laughs) for like a fucking year, like for four months. I was like, "Uh, this is it for me. Sandwiches and fucking being outside. That's it. Hell yeah. That's the dream. Dude, sandwiches are a great outside food. Sandwiches are a great inside food too. Inside food. But they are, the portability is just so powerful. And but even beyond that, like, okay, so what's your what is your if you're going to get a sandwich, what's your like go to always sandwich that you get? All right. That's complicated out here. But like uh, from my New York, my late night bodega sandwich order, not breakfast, okay. which would uh, right. but I would always get chicken cutlet, bacon, cheese, lettuce, mayo, no tomato. That no tomato. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's like a chicken oh. club just without the tomato on a on a hero. Wait, and what bre- yeah, on, on, a on hero. like hero okay. bread or baguette okay. or whatever, uh, submarine roll, whatever you kids call it. I fucking that was my go to forever. I mean, my favorite sandwich ever in life is from my hero in on Jerusalem Avenue in Merrick, Long Island, New York, and it is the chicken club hold the tomato add cheese, which is the thing I just described. It's my favorite. Okay, wait, favorite you're not. Yeah, you're not a tomato guy. Not a tomato on sandwiches, unless it's like a foundational ingredient. Like if it's a caprese or like a BLT, BLT. I'll allow a tomato, of course. But but I'm, then you I'll, draw the line. Yeah, I don't. I think that they are the wrong texture frequently. Like if I go to a place that makes a sandwich and they go like, we don't allow substitutions. You're not going to catch me having a meltdown. 
because uh, right. I, I trust the chef. I trust. I always like I uh, defer Quality to the creator. Yeah, yeah, I defer. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if if my preference, I just think a tomato changes the texture a little too much. It's a little too much, like a wet, chewy disc in the middle of my sandwich. Yeah. See, and it's so funny because then I would come at it and say, hey, I feel like this is like a moisture bringer in in a nice way, but you get into mealy tomato category. And you're toast. I mean, then, you're fucked. Yeah, then yeah. you're toast. But I do, I do like it. And I wonder if I like it just because I've been, I've never really thought about this before, but it f- feels like I just like it because I've been conditioned, you know, because I'm like, well, it's a, a tomato. It's got to go on the sa- sandwich. But also I make a lot of my sandwiches and I pick dope. Like we're lucky because we're here, right? And there's like a lot of really good farmer market tomatoes. But like, yeah, when you get shitty tomatoes, and I mean, a tomato makes sense on so many sandwiches. Like, no one would be like, "Oh, turkey and tomato." No, that's weird. You know, like a burger, it works on a cheeseburger. You know, like, like I, it's just not, it's not the texture I'm looking for. Like, I'm happy to have my mayonnaise bring the moisture, my uh, shredded iceberg. You know, on on that aforementioned sandwich. Now, I like all kinds of shreddy. Oh, I oh. love all kinds of greens, but shreddy ice with a little fucking mayo making a why fucking shreddy, like shreddy why ice shreddy being rolled. just be why can't it shreddy ice? It's the it is the the best texture, the best crunch. Right. But it's like you shy away from it the most because it's like I mean, I do it on sandwiches all the fucking time. But, you know, in life, I would love to embrace it more, but it's just because it's got no it's not water. If like building a salad out of it is whack, except don't I will I will eat cobs and I will eat wedges, but yeah. uh, if I'm making a salad oh, for myself, it. you got to go spring mix or mixed you greens or baby yeah. spinach yeah. and arugula. You can't yeah. fucking bring iceberg a bowl of iceberg to work and keep it in the fridge. You look like fucking you brought it from out. Yeah, you're gonna like pull out <laughs> if you do that. You're the next. You're like the person who has like the four liter jug of ranch that you just kind of like tote around. You like pour it in the fucking thing. <laughs> so, okay. My question is, is that if you, so your bodega sandwich was based off of your, your original. A deli sandwich. love, like a, a lo- deli. King, what was his name? What was the name? My, my hero. My hero. Okay. So at my hero, was that the only thing that you ever had? No. Cause they had two other of their, like the chicken club was one of their four major, uh, their four major named subs. It was, the champ, which was like an Italian yeah. combo, the all American, yeah. which was like roast beef, uh, ham and turkey, and then uh, all the fixings. And then there okay. was the veggie delight, which was just like a sandwich with just the toppings on it. And then there was the chicken right. club, Probably. but that their chicken club didn't come with cheese. You had to add the cheese. And this deli is like, this was like my favorite place on. I mean, still is. It's still open. Closed on Sundays. They closed for two weeks over over the holidays. Like they don't give a Good, fuck about making money. They're just like they've been around for so long. They just have these crazy ass rules. Like, hey, we're just not open on uh, Sundays. They miss must miss out on so much money, and it doesn't even fucking matter to them. Whoops. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a professional. <laughs> I know. It's funny because I feel like I didn't hear the bong and I do a great bong impression. I'm doing great. And we're back with the same episode I and Mighty we were at earlier. Couple days later for us, post ads for you guys. That's me hoping I have ads on my podcast these days. Because your boy needs some cheddar. All right. Back with Lindsay talking sandwiches. I am, my throat is on fire. My eyes are shrinking. That, that worked. It's incredible to see. It's, it's absolutely incredible to see. I'd like to shout out Sonoma Hills Farm. Uh, Friends of the pod, the Weed and Grub crew, Mary Jane and Mike got me hooked on, not hooked, but got me hip to Sun Earth, Sun and Earth certified flour. And it's like, it's, it's grown a certain way outdoors with you know with like sustainable measures and stuff taken so it's hard to get that certification it is because the word i learned i'm so high now i learned the word organic i learned the word (laughs) oh man i learned the word organic is owned by the federal government so uh Mm -hmm. we can't be considered organic officially because 
it's federally illegal. But this Sun and Earth shit, uh, this strain is called Pink Jesus <laughs> from Sonoma uh. Hill Farms. It's fucking, it's really good. And I, I'll show you, Linz, like the they kind of let it be like uh, long and gross. Yeah. They don't trim the shit out of it. It's like a little natty. Yeah. Like the way I like my bushes, I like my cannabis now. According then to you'd love that. me, you know? <laughs> also the whole organic thing is such a it's such a fucking racket it's such bullshit and so of course yeah. the government owns it mm-hmm. right and like organic isn't necessarily best practices for that fruit or vegetable like however they do it but they don't care it's like the label just lets them charge an extra fucking 80 cents or whatever exactly like, yeah uh yeah what if about you, put, you? Yeah. i think we talked my go-to sandwich uh yeah. and i know i know you're all over the place but if you're like I don't know what this place has, or someone's like, I got some sandwich shit here. I'll rip out a request. What 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 are you looking for on the menu, or what are you asking for? What's like your See? And just like you're gonna say, it's so dependent on the day, right? Yeah. And it's also dependent, like if you're gonna make a sandwich at home or you're gonna go for a sandwich out, what you're gonna make. I mean, I obviously make insane sandwiches at my house. I know no boundaries or limits when it comes to sandwiches, even if I'm in the comfort of my own kitchen. But <laughs> if I'm out. Okay, like one of my faves always is like just like a good classic Italian sub that's like, you know, it's got the mortadella, it's got the capicolo, it's got the salami, it's got the shreddy letty. It's I like I like a tomato. I'm going to say no tomato for you. It's got the Giardiana. But here's the thing, because there's also so much discrepancy, right, within that. Within Italians, like- there's like, because that's a go-to of mine, too. And I'll translate for the Northeastern uh, Ginzos who are listening. Uh, these subs come with supersad. They come with prosciutto. They come with gabagool. They come with provolone or mozzarella or barat. Uh, and get a little ol- you get a little oil and vinegar. Yeah. Get yourself some of those uh, spicy peps, or I go medium. I go medium peppers for me. I can't handle okay. super spicy on there. I love a spice. I just had a, this medical thing that happened that actually was, it was so fucking gnarly for the last month. I have not been able to have any, literally almost anything but vegetables and meat. Um, but it, yeah, it made my mouth so sensitive to, like I could before this eat like just drink hot sauce and I've now had to work my way back because even I had like one peppercorncini or something which wasn't even spicy and it was really spicy for me oh interesting the nightmare yeah so now I I know what you pusses feel like you know so I have some empathy (laughs) well yeah I am a gringo to the core I'm like oh I like spice (laughs) not like that much yikes Uh, (laughs) I love an Italian fucking combo it's so yeah the subway Italian combo in the 90s, which is the spicy Italian, which is just pepperoni and salami. That was my fucking jump off with when I was a kid. That is so funny because one of the questions I was going to ask you, and I need to go back to what we were talking about before, but one oh, yeah. of the questions I was going to ask you was, what is your go-to Subway sandwich? Like if whenever you have to go eat there. So yeah, that was my go-to for, as a matter of fact, when I was like 14, 15 years old, I'd ride my bike to Subway and get two $5 footlongs with my lifeguarding money. And like now you know why I am 100 pounds overweight. I'm eating like a barbecue rib hero and a spicy Italian or the uh, cold cut trio or the Italian combo. Uh, the BMT. Those were some of the classics growing up. Subway is so nasty. It's, it's so, so nasty. nasty. But, uh, but like, like I actually have not got – well, actually, a few years ago, I, I was hired to develop – Oh, it was right before the, like literally the week before the pandemic, maybe two weeks before the pandemic, I was working with Tastemade and Subway to develop sandwiches for Subway. And it was such an intense and amazing. And we were at the stage where we had submitted our pitches for um, our sandwich creations. And then we were going to all have to, like, there was like four different chefs that they like reached out to. And so then we were in the stage where we were going to go shopping. Like we'd go to the subways, get their bread and stuff, and then get the other things. It was so fascinating, this process, but then, and then make them and take the photography and like do all the stuff. There's all these steps, but legit, it, 
groceries and everything was really hard to come by. Like just everything was stopping. And so we didn't ever really get to finish oh, no. uh, that project. <laughs> yeah. So they had pictures of mine, but it's so funny. Cause I was thinking like when I was a kid, this almost like what am I about to tell you? I feel like almost makes it my credibility, my credibility so shoddy. Like people are gonna be like, what does she know about sandwiches? But when I would go to Subway as a kid and take, I mean, I was a stoner already at 14. So you got to take that into account. But my go-to was around. Did you guys have rounds in the US? You we had, had rounds. rounds. We had yeah. we had like the uh four-inch rounds, they were called. Okay, yes, like, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. So I get a couple of those and then I get the cheese, the white one, whatever. And then I'd get uh just pepperoni, extra pickles, like a fucking buttload of pickles and some onion, and then just mustard and mayo and salt and pep. Oh, that's a fucking nightmare. And oh, oh I- and jalapeno. I moved on to jalapenos. I had a jalapenos in later years. I was like, oh, this bitch is just completely comfortable with her breath, like confident <laughs> yeah. in what your breath will smell like at any given moment, ripping that bad boy down. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when you looked as much like Steve Buscemi as I did as a kid, like it's not like I was having any guys that were interested in me. The so. breath, the breath is just extra character actory stuff. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just made me interesting. So <laughs> wait, before we jump back to what you wanted to talk to, I mean, talk about, which I can't remember yeah. at this point anyway, but uh, I actually do, which is wild. <laughs> oh, lock in. I want to throw out my kind of trashy, embarrassing sandwich that I, Great. I, I, I love. It's a knockoff of the Italian. Uh, and sometimes when I'm at a bodega back when I was in New York and I didn't want my chicken cutlet or I had a chicken cutlet the night before, I, I think this Saturday I should have something different at four in the morning. I yeah. go pepperoni, salami. Provolone, Shreddy Letty, and Mayo. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just yeah. like, it's slimy and fatty and just, it goes down like, fu- I want one now. I'm so high. I'm like, what do we get? I'm a te- so a text- high and so hungry. I'm literally going to text my wife the second we wrap, be like, should we get sandwiches for dinner? And she's going to say no. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there because now I'm a Jeff's now table. Jeff's table. Have you had Jeff's table yet? No. Is that like Delish. a- Delish. I got to look into this. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Yeah. Go Jeff's table. Great name for a restaurant if your name is I know. Yeah. Yeah. He's got great sandwiches there. And then there's also open, I think it's either called open air or open air market uh, in downtown, like in Chinatown. They make just like mm, these like really wild, delicious sandwiches, very array. But what I was going to say before is in relation to like your Italian subs, you know, everybody goes crazy for like the godmother and and oh, at Bay um, Cities, yeah, at Bay Cities, and it's like it's delicious. And I was so down for it for so long, but I really do. Uh, first of all, I really realized that for an Italian sub, I don't want the mustard mayo on it as much as I want the oil, oil the and Italian vin dressing. Yeah, oil, oil and vin Italian. more important than uh, the mayo and mustard and. Bay Cities, some people would say it's sacrilege that they put like, and it's like a yellow mustard. It's not really, it's a, spi- yeah. and I don't hate it, but it's like kind of sacrilege. No place on, no place in New York would do that to an Italian sub. Not a chance. Like, and so it does make sense that it's like doing it in LA. Cause then there's East Side. Have you had East Side Italian Deli, right? Of course. Yes. That's right? like the place that yeah. looks like exclusively firefighters eat there where you <laughs> get like, you get like, yeah. you get like uh, Italian combo and they put sausage and peppers on top of the hero. Yeah. And it's the messiest fucking thing I've ever, I haven't eaten there in a long time, but I'm, I'm ready <sighs> to go again. I'm ready they for us to, to meet from. up there. Yeah. Oh, yes. We're going, oh my God, we could do an on uh, on site <laughs> yeah, uh, episode. An update. <laughs> Here we yeah. are, uh, Heartburn City, uh, USA, ready to fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> we got our tums. I do feel like that's a place that everybody who's like moved to LA from New York, like they, that's where they, they go because they're just like, this is. Someone eventually course. talks you into trying that, right? Okay, here's it. Yes, of course. And now this leads me to Langers. Okay. Okay, what's your wh- how do you feel about Langers? Have you gone? Have I've you never been the- to Langers. I live pretty close to Cantors, so I always end up if I'm going in that direction, uh I go to Cantors. But, you know, I I lived in New York with like cats and stuff. I don't have yeah. like a real loyalty to that kind of deli. Like to me, yeah. deli I, I not 
not to be I'm not being anti-Semitic or pro-Italian here, but to me, Italian delis better are are more what I'm looking for than Jewish delis. But in L.A., in New York, it used to be like every corner had a Jewish deli and an Italian deli. Choose whichever one you want. In L.A., neither of those are really you know it's like easier to find like a it's like it's easier to find. Not like a hipster vegan deli. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, K- yeah. KBBQ is very is the most prominent uh, cuisine. I feel do you like. want to know? I really wanted to have a podcast where I just it's too much right now. I can't do it, but I want to do a podcast where I go to every single friggin' Korean place in Koreatown with like different friends and people because there's thousands. I think there's maybe there's like five or six thousand. I think I think I searched multiple times. I have made an online reservation to a Korean barbecue spot in yeah. Koreatown, yeah. gone to it, sat down at the restaurant and realized it was not the restaurant I thought it was. And the one I, <laughs> one I made a reservation to is right next door, but now I'm in too deep eating at this <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Cause they're, the restaurants will be like four in one like little uh, strip mall and you don't realize. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this one sounds good. And I go and I'm like, oh, wow, this looks amazing. And then you go in, you're like, wait, we don't have a reservation in this place, but this place looks better. Let's so stay good. here. You gotta exactly. take out your phone and cancel your other reservation while you're getting your fucking beef cooked. It's It rules. <laughs> There's too many. Oh my God. I just I'm overwhelmed to, I, by it. Yeah. I'm taking my brother it, tomorrow night. It's so funny you bring this up. I'm taking my brother. Where to are you going? Time. We don't know yet because we have to find I'll the late you. night spot. Oh yes! I'm gonna do. tell you. I'm gonna tell you a few places, and then and then I gotta go back to the thing again because there's still another Wait. sandwich point. But <laughs> no, okay. So first of all, Dan Sangsa. Okay, it's on Catalina. It's good for late night. It's. I'll tell you everything to order when we're not on the pod. But like, I know, will text we, you when I choose one of these places. Yes. Event, inevitably. Okay, Soot Bull Jeep. You will smell like camping when you leave and everyone will be so mean to you, but it is the best. They're banchan and like just they're it, it's the best. Their food. Well, is that's the one best. of the fun things about Korean barbecue. Like you're like, I have no way of communicating to the waiter. Like I like like and he doesn't even really want to. They don't even really want to engage with me. It feels like and I'm These just women. happy to get some beef. Get some pork, get some banchan, and I'll yeah. get out of your a couple of beers, and I'll get out of yeah, your hair. Just, yeah, <laughs> these women are gorgeous, but they do not want to have. They don't want to fucks with you. Well, I'm also so white, right? So okay, so <laughs> there's that, and then the last one, like on the, I still have like three million, but then the last one, I'd say lately that's been so fun, Meat Love, and you Meat gotta love? love the name Meat oh, Love. Oh, that's that's my OnlyFans name, so that's perfect. Great, perfect. So it's like <laughs> on brand. Yeah, great. This is what we like. I'll make some um, content. Okay. I was going to say that as a Jew, the uh, Italian Jewish deli here, I have, or I guess at all, I don't have any allegiance to either. Right. Like it's no. not my, and I feel like, so, cause even, yeah, Cantor's like those big sandwiches for me, it's like, no, it's not my vibe. I, I kind of don't get who's really enjoying like 20 pounds of fucking like shaved pastrami between like two thin pieces of like you just can't i'm not a huge rye person or like that kind of like i i prefer my sandwiches to be on heroes or rolls or you know what i mean so like but i do love like i make one of the first sandwiches that i ever learned to make was a reuben and i loved it like i was like when i had my first reuben i was like what the fuck is this? And so I would make it all the time. I make it from like my family. I got so good at it. And then this one time I was in Tawasin, which is a suburb of Vancouver. And it's where we used to go to party. Grade 10, just wasted that night, pass out, a pen exploded in my overalls. Like I, my friend like made out with a guy that I was supposed to be like about to hook up with. Like it was a nightmare night. Oh, and then I had to... I, <laughs> No, that was a different time there. Anyway, so I go home in the morning and I'm so hungover. I want to die. I'm trying to sneak into my bedroom and I open up the front door and I just am like hit with the smell of fucking Reuben, like violently. And then I just hear my cute dad call out, Linz, I made your favorite. And like, yeah, I couldn't. I had to pretend like that. I loved it. I ate it. Um, I for sure puked so hard after. And then I didn't have a Reuben for like maybe, I don't know, eight years. 
<laughs> that happened to me with orange juice. I played beer pong with <sighs> screwdrivers instead of beer, and I lost so bad that I ended up drinking like two <sighs> bottles of orange, like two quarts of orange juice and like a bottle of vodka between me and a friend. And I couldn't uh-huh. have orange juice without tasting vodka in it forever. I'm like literally still don't order it ever, but I can finally have it again. Oh my God, that is so, I just know, as you said that, that like waft of orange juice and vodka mix, just, that is so crazy. Your sense memory for things, like, oh, I was, I was just listening to something on NPR yesterday about like, basically, you know, why, why does a sandwich taste more delicious than kale? Like, why can't we just enjoy it? And apparently you can retrain your brain to associate and make associations that like the healthy food. I mean, I love, I make a lot of insane, delicious plant-based things, but it's like, I can tell you that kale crispy salad as delicious as it is, it is it's like, it's never going to be that fucking BLT that has like, yeah. you know. Meat, meat, cheese, and and grain, whether it be sandwich, empanada, taco, mm. Uh, mm. kolache, um, uh, be, uh, meat pie from uh, the UK, like I'm uh, samosa. Almost every culture has Everything. some version of a dumpling. Has, has some version. Bao buns has a version of like grain around, you know, like some sort of Mobiles carb around also, yeah. meat and cheese, and like that is yeah. just the. Wait, Lindsay, you said something like the sense memory. Mm-hmm. I feel like a part of the reason why sandwiches mean so much is it's like a go to, and pizza has this kind of vibe too. Where it's like a go-to when you're a kid for lunch and for fun things like field trips, the beach. Those are all sandwich and pizza locations. So I think we carry that with us. And then while you're at work in your 20s or your teens and you're like, we're getting lunch. You're either getting a bunch of pizza to split, especially like now you can order so much more food and so much. But like in the 90s when I'm like 15 and we're like, are we getting pizza or are we going to get sandwiches? Like, oh, we're going to go get egg sandwiches. And like that always felt like a break. It felt like, oh, now this is what we're doing is having sandwiches. So I think when even now at 41, having a sandwich means like, ah, you know, now it's it's school lunch. It's after football practice. It's after Uh, karate I'm having an egg egg bagel like there's something about it and if it salad feels can be so good but you don't eat a salad and go like oh I feel 14 again (laughs) (laughs) and if you did then it kind of feels you had a a bad childhood yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) your parents gave you an ed for sure if that's (laughs) if you like miss salad from your childhood (laughs) it's so funny because that's the funny miss salad from your childhood fuck it's so funny because like you say first of all that's such a beautiful like sentiment and connection that i haven't put together it's like incredible <laughs> and, and then also just in itself because you were saying egg salad sandwich and like that right there is also such a it's like you could talk on that for 10 i mean i could 10 hours of egg salad sandwiches because have you have you been if our te- if our tech could survive it, we could yeah, uh, we, we could, could talk for 10 hours on egg sandwiches. I just don't have confidence in our yeah. in our technical know-how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone should know how difficult, like the fact that we're sitting here talking to everyone right now, it is a miracle. It's our second go, and it's so <laughs> and to even just and it's get worth the it because we're like going. crying up over egg salad. We're crying over egg salad sandwiches. Like, thank God we finally got to uh, communicate. I love it. So you're about to talk about Japanese egg salad sandwiches. I've never yes. been to Japan, but I've had some yeah. here. I can only imagine. But that that milk bread and that fucking fluffy ass egg salad is something but special. But here's the thing that they like. Okay, so I went and. And I knew about the article and I went to the 7-Eleven and I got one and I was like, because always when things are hyped up, I'm like, things are delicious. And also definitely when you're in Japan, every single thing just tastes so outrageously amazing. You're it, it, It's fundamentally like life, soul stirring and shaking all at the same time. But I went and I got it. And the flavor of this sandwich is so unique. It's like nutty i was trying to figure out if they added if it's just that they feed their chickens so much sesame or if they even used like a sesame oil but you're like they didn't in it it's just got this like 
rich, nutty, fucking deliciousness. It's it's absolutely insane. And the thing is, is that I'm so dedicated to that sandwich that A, when I went on my trip, I brought back... <laughs> two of the sandwiches like I got ice I made like this back I was like I I have to have at least one or two more of these before I'm ready to like be done and then I've made uh people bring back the sandwich for me I'm like if you can just do it I will risk getting sick on that sandwich that's how good it is dude oh that sounds fucking awesome I could try I could fly across the world to try a sandwich as a matter of fact I did famously infamously or whatever when i was in my like mid-20s flew to dubai to eat a cheeseburger pizza from a pizza hut and flew home like a company flew me out there or else i would not have yeah. been able to afford that i was broke as fuck yeah. Uh, yeah but it was an insane experience how was that burger it was bad it was really bad okay. it was a it okay. was a, a a cheeseburger pizza so at Pizza Hut, it was a full pizza and baked into the crust was little burger patties and then lettuce, no. to, a shredded, le- shreddy letty, tomato and Russian dressing or Thousand Island was just sprayed all over the whole pizza. Not ideal. Not I ideal. People do that. I just well, don't get what. Ugh. I feel like yeah. to explain it, the, it was like in Dubai, they were like, here's the most American thing we could think of. It's like a pizza <laughs> that has burgers on it. And they're like, America, Americans will now visit us. <laughs> you know, like those fat fucking pigs will come here and eat this. And I <laughs> ate it. And I I had, you know, I was in my mid-20s. I had never pooped on a plane at that point in my life. And on that, <laughs> and on that flight home, I had my first and second shit on a plane in one flight. <laughs> I feel like I've maybe told this story before, but I might as well tell you. I have lifelong GI issues going to some hotel and getting wasted with like weird Italian expats in Dubai. Cause like just alone for two nights, eating a fucking shit ton of pizza hut, wake up in the morning, flying back on uh United Emirates, going to the bathroom, shit my brains out for so long that when I come out, there's like eight people in line and I'm so humble. And, but then I'm embarrassed. So I like put my head down and like walk all the way back to my chair, sit down <laughs> in my chair and then realize I'm not done. Like I have to poop again. So I get up and just get in line. And it's like the same people that were waiting. Like they just watched me come out of the toilet, sweaty in shame, walk and get just get back on the poop line. Other people must have been like, I, I was all just ba- like you again. <laughs> I'm like, you had your turn. I know you're lucky I got up and let you guys in. I could have sat. I could have tried to link these and been in there forever. A little stinking really logs, linking and stinking logs for you. Oh, my God. It's so true. Because also when you travel, like I have a very, you know, like I know I, I know when I'm going to go i'm like very constant but because of that health shit everything got thrown out of whack and then we were doing these shows in vegas and it was you know it also takes like three million years to get to your room to be able to like get to your bathroom from from entering your hotel to your room is still like another it's like it's like getting it's like getting to your gate at an airport you're like i'm at the airport it's like you have two shuttle rides you're like what yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's like you get to your vegas yeah you're like oh okay uh and so i'm checking in here at the front desk which way is my uh room they're like walk fully through the casino two escalators and then an elevator you're like well i'm shitting at the starbucks (laughs) (laughs) they even do that they even do that at the venues like the club that we you know we were at the club and somebody was like where's the bathroom but i found out later that it's downstairs outside down five doors and then i'm like and then in the bowels of hell like <laughs> yeah no, I mean, literally the bowels and bowels of hell <laughs> shit is so crazy oh my shit god shit is crazy <laughs> shitting is crazy <laughs> shit <huh>? is it <laughs> really is especially when you like yeah i just i'm i'm happy to be finally back in the game but like jesus one part of that gets thrown off and then it's like it fucks with your eating yeah everything i have two sandwich questions for you real quick okay great uh first one you don't want to talk about shit for 70 more minutes dude uh, listeners of this podcast know that about 40 percent of the entire podcast is about pooping it's shit okay good my gi distress runs my life as i as i smash down a fucking uh 4 p.m cold brew while i'm yeah smoking pink jesus i'm gonna be shitting again in no time brother i'm home for the (laughs) night let it rip i'm free i'm available i'm tech avail i booked it a toilet uh (laughs) Uh, I'm going to ask you both questions at the same time. Okay. You wake up in the morning. You you have like a big healthy day ahead of you. You got a hike or whatever, but you have the opportunity to make yourself oh, a healthy, a healthy ish sandwich to eat later on in the day. 
that will because you have other stuff to do after it and you just got to be on 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 your game and then okay. a, a separate day you wake up and you're hungover and you're like i'm a, i'm like allowing myself an indulgent sandwich that will make me feel better and i'll like you know get some emotional gratitude from which i know emotional eating is not ideal but i that's exclusively what i do so i'll throw yep, that yep. out there all right so what's I- like if you had to make like five sandwiches for the week and you're trying to keep your life together, like what kind of like healthy, like programmed sandwich would you do? And then what would be your like indulgent, like indulgent. Saturday morning? Uh, holy shit. That was a brutal night. Let's get fucked. Let's come back to life. Let's via do it. The sandwich. There's so many. Okay. There are just so many, but, but if I was going to do like a healthy one, that's like delicious, I would do um, either this like crispy coated, tofu or crispy coated um tempeh that i do it's just like marinated also so i'd probably do that with like um greens tossed with like dill and mint and oh hell um, yeah some micro greens so some uh, micro greens yeah, yeah some stuff like that and then i'd maybe do i just did recently this um whipped feta dip that legit you could put on everything and it's fucking fantastic so i do a schmear of that obviously do a really nice like uh either pumpernickel or i guess maybe like a a multi-grain yeah some some good bread like that uh so the mixed greens would be tossed with like some sherry vinaigrette and like salt and oil that'd be good and then <sighs> probably like maybe some pickled onions on there oh yes maybe a harissa mayo just to like maybe add a little bit like moisture yeah. and spice i'm here for yeah. that spice that and would moisture, be like baby yeah yeah like a, but that's still you know like that's a. but you could always do like you know rip off a, a great tuna sandwich yeah or like so a, 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 a classic turkey and you flex with some of these fun ingredients like or Ex- like oven roasted chicken and then you flex with some of these ingredients it's, it's yeah. gonna be like healthy and like at least feel like I got something. I got something in. Like I got some nutrition, yes. and it, it still feels. It's a sandwich, so it still feels. It's good. a sandwich. See, that's the thing. You can always cheat. Yeah, I want the listeners to know, by the way, that when I asked Lindsay to describe the sandwich, she like closed her eyes, like Bran <laughs> from like uh, Game of Thrones. Like her eyes rolled back in her head. And she just like imagined <laughs> the sandwich in her head. It was pretty, uh, pretty wild experience to watch head to head like that. Just I had to like, focus. You know, I know I, it was awesome I have to, to watch. See it. I feel like there's like this uh, breakfast sandwich that I like making that is from it's no longer exists, which is so sad. But there's this place called Morning Glory. I'm actually so happy that I did this now, too, because I went to Morning Glory for so long. And the chef, like he has this thing called the breakfast buddy. And it was this breakfast sandwich. And I'll tell you about it in a second. And it's so simple. But he made this ketchup that was like just so special so delicious like just Mm. amazing and uh i went there for a few years and i asked him for the recipe and he didn't want to give it to me and then i asked him one more time i was like look dude i'm moving to the u.s i can't not have this like flavor i gotta do it and he was like okay just as long as like you know you don't like i don't know what he thought i was gonna do with it but um that restaurant doesn't exist anymore, so it's I can do whatever I want. But I, I may, it's make it's, that sandwich, sandwich. <laughs> make it's, that ketchup, ketchup, and that's the thing because it goes. So this breakfast buddy is like a brioche bun, a round, delicious, gorgeous brioche bun, and then it's like a nice fluffy. Uh, oh, sorry, then it's like a smear of garlic aioli, oh. and then a nice like fluffy bunch of like scrambled eggs, and it's um. You wouldn't have tomato, but it's tomato and bacon and then this ketchup. And this ketchup is just like, it's more, it's like a kind of like almost barbecue sauce, but it's not, and it's not that sweet. It's such a special flavor. I have actually the recipe, I think, like taped to my fridge. Um, And it's, it's insane. I don't know what it is. It's the garlic aioli, the bacon, the tomato, like the egg on it. It's so, it is a perfect breakfast sandwich. Oh, uh, that sounds fucking awesome. My, my favorite breakfast sandwich is the classic, like New York, BEC, SPK, like bacon, egg and cheese with salt, pepper, ketchup. Mm -hmm. Of course, Mm I, I would get bacon, egg and cheese and turkey for the extra protein with uh, pepper and ketchup to eliminate the salt. And that used to be my go-to breakfast, Sammy, in in, uh, New York. Here's what I I think is most integral to a breakfast sandwich for me personally is the the melty ketchup 
uh, sorry, the melty cheese and the ketchup do to each other on like a sausage, egg and cheese or a bacon, egg and cheese with ketchup. The way the ketchup and cheese kind of become one kind of like yes. amazing little pasty slimy thing is like yeah. that is the power of those breakfast sandwiches in my book. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't even love. I prefer hot sauce to ketchup with my eggs, but on a sandwich, that ketchup Same. goes yes. with the cheese and the, the cheese. It and that's also, it's, it's like gooey and it's be, it's pink and you're like, oh, yes. and it's so and that's why when fucking you get, good. Yes, when you also get now, like, so when you do that classic thing, but then you add an aioli, it's like just gives them yes. that extra little, like, you're like, what the fuck? fuck is happening it's well so like good. mayo and ketchup on fries or a burger like they 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 go together pretty well they like you know they yin and yang and they're like red and whiteness uh and so i would imagine a garlic aioli and a and like a nice handmade ketchup fucking getting getting together getting a little sweaty you know together that, between right. those buns Ooh. <laughs> right now as we're saying this there is a certain percentage of the audience that's getting real upset like the mayo haters in the crowd i can't it's a very I can't get I'm sorry, I can't get straight with the mayo haters. I get yeah. if you avoid mayo because the texture doesn't hit for you or whatever. I got no judgment for that. But if you yeah. hate mayo, you're like just you're leaving like you're you're leaving enjoyment on the table. Like on you're you're missing table. out on like a facet of life that you can now if you're allergic, I, I, I'm sure there's gonna be someone who's like, Mayo killed my father and how dare you make me? And I'm like, sorry, I didn't make you eat mayo, but yes. Mayo fucking rules, dude. It make, rules. Uh, using grilled cheesing. I you was just about che- to say grilling. Yeah, che- of course make- you were because it's <laughs> it's the fucking shit. Stop making your grilled cheese and butter in the pan. Butter. Make it in oh. mayo in the pan and get ready to fuck that sandwich. Fuck that, that sandwich. Sandwich. That's yeah, your we other show. That- <laughs> it's a little <laughs> different. <laughs> it's my only fan show. We did it. We found my only sin. Thank God. I knew I was doing this for a reason. This is amazing. And that's the thing though, because it's uh the mayo haters, I feel like uh they're they they were hurt at an early age and uh and you can tell. Yeah, I get it. Like I feel like that happened to a lot of people as kids. It was like you probably had a triggering interaction with mayo. Yeah. Like you're probably like yeah. your dad was like, just shut the fuck up and eat it, you fucking fat loser. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like <laughs> Or or you went to your like friend's house after school and you didn't want to be rude and like their mom made you some sandwich with just like too much. Like yes. her she loved it. And she was like, This is and you're like, I'm a kid, this is new, I gotta get it, but you can't say that. And then like I could understand that happening, but also grow up your taste buds grow up try it again it's eggs and oil you probably eat that yeah it's so fucking good it's a schmear goes a long way dude uh, a, a smear of mayo on an egg sandwich smear of mayo on every other sandwich of course on and every, a smear of yes. mayo on a burger god help yes. us all yeah. yeah we're not talking about drenching your shit in it it's just and i'm case. and i'm here for that too <laughs> like I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah i'm not I against but i'm saying but i but i'm saying to these people that it's like you don't have to go full ham you just you know you do what you can right i'm fucking a huge mayo head over here my brother he hates mustard you- so much when he got out of the shower once, we squirted him with mustard and he had a fucking meltdown. I mean, he was like 14. <laughs> but like, we like, we, what we kind? Like yellow mustard? Him. Well, I like yellow mustard for dogs and pretzels. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think spicy mustard's a little like the golden spicy brown yes. or something is a little more versatile. But I'm low key. Honey mustard, I feel like was invented when I was like 12. Like, I feel like in the early 90s, honey mustard just landed at restaurants and at my school. And I was like, this is the greatest shit in the world. <laughs> it's like yellow sweet dip. And it's a yeah. salad dressing, too. Hell yeah. yeah. I used to get a There's- cream cheese bagel and dip it in fucking honey mustard. Oh. Ooh, that's a good combo. Whoa, Ooh. wait. While we're talking, I think I bring this up all the time, but. Uh, you're, you're, you grew up in Canada, so I can only imagine it's a little different. This was a thing that everyone in my high school ate in the 90s. Uh, our, and this is Long Island is very much a bagel town, bagel island. Right. So we, we would get old bagel town. It's an old bagel town. You, you know, the little Nas X song, <laughs> bagel yeah, town, yeah. <laughs> old bagel town <laughs> road. We, uh, uh, bagels were big at our school. I feel like it was like 50 cents for a buttered bagel, 75 for a cream cheese bagel. And uh, you'd get like a bagel, a little tub of cream cheese. And the go-to sandwich was 
Uh, you got Cool Ranch Doritos, bagel cream cheese, smeared the cream cheese all over your bagel, put the Doritos on the sandwich, and crunched it down and ate that. And it was the fucking best. And I I can't believe how now as a grown up, if you like if you like bread chicken and like crumbled cool ranch Doritos and put that on a sandwich, like with some a schmear and cream cheese, that'd be fucking bananas good. <laughs> Fire. I used to work at a place called Benny's Bagels that we'd make these insane bagel sandwiches and that were and they were so good. Like they're like bagel sandwiches. That is like a next level. Cause can't I feel like New York obviously eclipses everywhere. Like I the Montreal bagel to me is like feh. Oh, I I, I, I enjoy, but the the New York is right. the fucking is the yes given the toast. fluffy. Like, yeah, I like the yeah, like an H and H bagel. Ooh, it's just yeah, like yeah. ooh, I make I make this thing called the Benny Melt, and it you could make it into a sandwich, but I prefer it as just the open, open. face. But that's also a whole other thing. What, ugh, the sandwich, like open face sandwich. I don't know when does it become a sandwich? When does it become a toast? You know, it's so yeah, hard when to say. Yeah, when is it avocado toast and not half an avocado sandwich or whatever? Yeah. Literally, like we're just blowing this open, but it's like- We'll it's never a- figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like my last breath. I'm like, just in the hospice. Like, ah, open, help. So this like, this melt- which is just so fucking delicious. And I feel like everybody should make this onion bagel or bagel of choice. Schmear a scallion cream cheese. I'm on board. Cheddar. Uh, No, cheddar does not go on yet. No, yeah. Cheddar. No, sorry, guys. (laughs) Back it up. I've got really high having eaten. I'm bagel. like this is like foreplay for having not eaten like all this conversation. Right? Shit. I'm like, like I'm like is, I can do this. <laughs> I'm like holy shit. I it's gotta killing. eat. I gotta get off this and fucking eat. It feels like it's I feel like same. a fucking pervert. I'm like we're almost done. I can go eat. <laughs> well, <soon>. yeah, uh. <laughs> so it's an onion bagel, scallion cream cheese, either tur- sliced turkey or sliced black forest ham. Mm-hmm. One. This is c- gonna be controversial for some people too. One round of green pepper and then a little dollop. Oh, a little dollop of salsa, but like the cheap, like not like a like a Tostitos salsa that's a little bit like sweet and red onions diced and then cheddar on top and then you melt it. And then if you were going to make it a sandwich, I'd say you do the other half with the scallion cream cheese. And then after you melt the cheese, then you sandwich it on top. But literally this sandwich is called the Benny Melt. Uh, also, that restaurant doesn't exist anymore, and I fucking make it all the time. It's so good. Oh, dude, that sounds fucking rad. It's and like, so you can like lie to yourself if you make a big enough stack on a half a bagel, you could be like, "Well, I'm only having half a bagel today. Like, I'm being healthy. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm losing it. some carbs as I stack this with fucking sausage and eggs and cut it with a fork and knife and shit. I mean, I often like when I was making, I have the template, I have to put it out for the make that sandwich cookbook. And I was taking photos of all the sandwiches and remaking them. But I was like, I can't eat all these sandwiches. So I was doing this when I was in Vancouver during the pandemic. And I would just like post and be like, anybody around want half of this sandwich? Like, so whatever I was making, like, you know, because there was just no way. I hope you start working on another book ASAP. So I'll just stand outside by your dumpster. You could throw them out your window to me like a neighborhood fucking uh, Doberman. (laughs) i have done it in my stories sometimes like i'll be like if anybody's in the area come get this come get this sandwich hell yeah i'll keep tabs i'll get i'll i'll I'll, I'll get notifications on for for make that sandwich dog dope Um, dope i love bon me i know this is like such an out of left field but i'm such a fucking fan of bon me too and that and i think something we're talking about with sandwiches uh or uh, the power of sandwiches really lies in the assorted textures. You know, like I think bringing a few different textures together, as a matter of fact, when a sandwich has like only one singular texture in like the case of like a grilled cheese or something like that, where it's just like, even like a tuna melt is kind of just like this one, but maybe you have some uh, corn cornichons or or some lettuce or something on there to crisp it up. But like grilled cheese being sort of the lack of, Texture is a power in and of itself, but biting into like a turkey club and you get like bacon and like 
cold like turkey and then lettuce and mayo and tomatoes if that's your thing or pickle like whatever you stack it with just getting all of those into one bite in between bread there's something so magical magic. about it. yeah yes. <laughs> yeah it really is it really really is i made i think it was the third or fourth sandwich in make that sandwich was like a on me but i fucking did a twist with it because on my turn somebody played chicken so we did pate and then like mm. uh it was actually like this crazy hybrid because it was pate. And then have you ever had cow soy? Yes. Okay, I mean, you, you're, you're talking about the Thai noodle dish where it's both wet and dry noodles. Like our crispy. Uh, sorry. Crispy it's like noodles a coconut. Are- yeah. There's crispy noodles and then there's wet noodles like yes. in the soup. And then there's like, yes. So, and it comes from a paste. Right. And I, I got the night market cookbook and I made the huge like, night market ca- head. I love night market over here. I love their fish sauce swings oh. and their cow soy is fucking bomb. Their pad. See, they're crispy rice. Bomb. The crispy rice is what? fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my God. So I made cow soy paste marinated chicken in it. Um, and then See, this was in the cookbook. Oh, but I got to do something with it. But like, and then he roast the chicken with that, the pate, cow soy chicken. Then there was like a papaya slaw, toasted peanuts, uh, cilantro, and it was all on a brioche bun. So it was like, kind of had this, like, it was a hybrid of like, uh, oh, and pickled, pickled bird's eye chili. And then I think there was pickled something else on it. So it was kind of like a ben banh mi meets like, Thai cow soy version, like it was. That it was sounds everything. fucking awesome. Southeast Asian amalgamation. Ooh, yes. I accidentally Ooh. rhymed there. <laughs> that, that was, was cool. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you put that in the book uh, free of charge. Just let me get the scraps, baby. <laughs> Southeast Asian amalgamation. Great, love it. <laughs> oh, what are, What are your from some of your favorite sandwich spots in LA? Uh, like if because I finally had Bubs and Grandmas for the first time and. Uh, that place is fucking awesome. People it's are a, wait, did you go to their did you go to did, do they have a brick and mortar? Yeah, in like Eagle Rock now or like up there somewhere. It was oh. awesome. And I met I met a friend who's like, this is the first time there's been no line here. I was like, whoa. And we like sat down right away. I got I wanted to get a second sandwich, but I was like, I'm going to the gym after this. I'm trying to be healthy. But because I, I wanted to try two things, but I only tried their like uh like their beef on weck or whatever they call it there, but like their au jus oh. dipped sandwich, like a roast beef and cheese on like one of the, their bread was magical. And I was like dunking that in their au jus. Mm. Ah, magnificent. And I had never had it until like uh, two weeks ago. So it's in the rotation now in my mind of my favorite sandwich spots. But like oh some, of, some of my other go-tos, like I love Bay cities, even, even though the godmother, godmother does have mustard on it. Still a fucking yeah. bomb sandwich. And yeah, you could say, delicious. uh, I really like um, this. I, I like potato chips deli. There's a couple of those around. They have a pretty solid. Uh, there's one by the Grove, and I think there's one in Studio City as well. Oh, yes. That is good. I've had theirs. Yeah. They're pretty solid. And then I like Giada uh, as for an Italian style. Uh, there's one just opened here in WeHo, but like they have like the spicy pea. They're not truly like, and none of the places I actually mentioned, even potato chips deli, isn't like a normal deli. Where you can pick your like cold cuts where you're like, oh, yeah, I'll have the Sausalito turkey and the pepper jack. And like you can't like mix and match. Yeah, they 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 got it for you. Yeah, they just pick. I they, do the, they all pick your sandwiches for you, which is fine. I, I'm here. Yeah. Like, I trust people. Uh, I do the grind. Is it the grinder? The like I do the grinder one. That's the first. Yeah. Right. At Giada's, Giada? They're like, yeah. What the funniest thing about Giada's is that I went with a. I was introduced by a real dumbass ex who the reason I say that is because he also was like, let me get your car out of the driveway here. And I was like, I can drive home. And he's like, let me drive. And he fucking, I've never fucked up my car before. And he like drove it into the, like one of those telephone poles that's right there. (laughs) And so then I was like, oh, motherfucker. So then I love Giada's, but whenever I think of it or see it, I just always think about that moment. And, when he's oh, in my car <laughs> they have a sandwich there called the draper which is the, like the closest you can get to the chicken cutlet bacon cheese sandwich it's like they use speck which is like the italian or prosciutto oh. i forget but it oh. hits it's like in a cordon bleu family that's a yeah. good one the spicy pea is like the chicken parm with like v- spicy vodka sauce on it and that one's pretty fucking bomb too yum 
Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Oh my god. Fuck. And then Eastside Deli was a good one you threw out there. I haven't been. I haven't eaten there in probably like eight years. I think it's time to have another one. Yeah, it's a good one. And then there's also where have I? I will say Howland Ray's for their chicken sandwich is just like they just do it so well, and I uh, they're consistently like just good, and it's their chicken's moist and delicious and amazing. Also, the chicken sandwich from Son of a Gun that used to like. I love that's a good fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking so exclusively cold cuts here. Yeah, right now we're thinking, yeah, you can't. But the fried, yeah, those are, that's a fucking stellar, stellar chicken sandwich over there. And also at, um, what's it called? Uh, La Pergoletta has like this, like, I'm not usually a turkey sandwich. Like, I like turkey sandwiches, but I always feel like I want to go somewhere else more interesting than that. But they have one that's got like turkey and mint and goat cheese and like this. Um, Ooh. Ooh. really deep green is is it arugula? It might be arugula. Adam Conover told me about it, and a little bit of chili must uh, honey on it. Um, it's a delicious. That's a great sleeper hit. And then there was one other that I wanted to tell you about. Giada's is delicious. Shit, I can't remember, but I've got so many. Oh fuck, there's too many. Want- yeah, there's too many, and I'm I'm always on the lookout. I'm always hunting for more. Um, yeah, and. If people are hunting for more sandwiches, one place that they can see them and imagine tasting them is on your Instagram and on yeah. Make That Sandwich. Yeah. So why don't you tell the shitheads, the listeners, a little bit about where they can find that stuff? Hey, everybody. I'd love if you came and took a little gander at, uh, <laughs> at Lindsay Ames on Instagram and then also at Make That Sandwich. Because I hybrid a lot of like the material. There's comedy stuff. There's a lot, a lot of food stuff and a lot of different food stuff. But then there's like the sandwich making game show, make that sandwich that I do, which March 18th at 10 p.m. at UCB. Is this coming out before then? Yeah, it should. Dope. Um, We're doing the first live make that sandwich at UCB. And my guests are Salt Hank. If anybody knows Salt Hank, he's the best. He makes the most insane sandwiches. I would really suggest looking up. Mike Glazer. Oh, Weed and Grub. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules, who is also opening up her own sandwich uh, shop in the next few months. And Andrea Jin, who's an incredible comic. And we're all going to be playing uh, Make That Sandwich While I Make Them Sandwiches on stage and I will be giving away two sandwiches to the audience. It's going to be a whole moment, but yeah, it should be really fun. Usually I do a pop-up after, but I can't, uh, because there's a show after. So, uh, whack. We'll get you fucking doing that pop-up. Cause I, I happen to, I think maybe before we even worked together, before I really knew you, you you had done a pop-up at Lyric Hyperion and I was in the show after. And I happened to roll up while you were like cranking out sandwiches on the deck with like a handful of people helping you. And you're like, you want a sandwich? I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even, I'm here for something else. Thank you so much. And it was fucking delicious. You had the spam, you had the spam the sandwich. Spam, yeah, the spamwich. Yes. It's so funny. Do you know that that was the first and last until just October? That was the very first live make that sandwich like show I had done two pop-ups and then that was like a week or so or before lockdown before I was in the hospital with my emergency appendectomy but that was the first (laughs) roller coaster baby (laughs) (laughs) it was but yeah that whole thing is because when we what happened there what you came across we had done the show it was flawless I'd been setting up at the theater for so long I know we got to go but I'd been setting up at the theater for days and days and days and um the show was going so well. I had done my station. So the idea, because we were going to go right into a rush. The show, show was about 100 people, maybe more. And so I knew that I was coming off of the stage, going into my station. Myself, Nick Turner, and Levi McDougal are all going to like start cranking out sandwiches. People are going to give wine. We're going to be in a rush, but it'll be, we'll do what we can. Hell yeah. Well, when I was on stage mid show, the kitchen manager who was never there who I sent information to, who I said, because I had done two other things at the theater. They were like, can you do this every weekend? I was like, absolutely not. But I, <laughs> like, they loved me there. And then, oh, this I'm totally shit talking. This is so bad. Might say, take this out. But when we fucking were on stage performing, she came in and was like, you guys can't do this. This is against the law. Like, we can't have the kitchen like this. And started moving the hours and days of prep that I had done. 
And I would have totally set up outside. And then we came out of the show. Everything was everywhere. We had to get our shit together, get outside. And then we blew a fuse and we're like bucked for like 20 minutes. And there was just a hundred people being like, we want sandwiches. They had smelled the right, they had, like lived horned- amongst it, like the foreplay that we were talking about. They were, yeah. they were, uh, they were horned up for Sammy's. Been there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm there yeah. more frequently than right I'm now. Horned up I'm for the real right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwiches work better on me these days. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming. As for me, shitheads, you know where to find me at Gabrus. Um, or my movie podcast, The Action Boys, uh, and check out 101 Places to Party Before You Die, where I've had I have some sandwiches on there and a bunch of other food and alcohol and drugs. So check me out there on HBO Max. Uh, and uh, thank you again to Lindsay Ames. Bye, shitheads. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> no. Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're gonna be making Terminators. <laughs> We're gonna make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> I don't hate them, but I pity the roommate. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.